0: The final score Wrexham won Bradford City won Bradford City win 4-3 on penalties and Wrexham go out of the Carabao Cup I'm Mark Rivers from Wrexham AFC and this was another case of a draw that we should have won in all honesty there's a few factors going into it but let's uh let's break it all down Phil Parkinson did rotate his team a little bit especially in midfield And then Wrexham had the most disastrous of starts. The the big headline news in the first 11 was that Aaron Hayden was back to make his first appearance of the season. And within 81 seconds of his season starting, he'd given away a penalty in the eyes of the officials. But not in the eyes of many more people, to be perfectly frank. It was a ball down the right-hand side. Wrexham's defence had got twisted out of shape. Boyle had stepped up to go with the centre back. Tozer came across to cover, and as a result, the ball, when it was dinked down the right hand side, released Walker. He got in behind Tozer, got into the box. Hayden came across, and well, it looked like he made a very good interception, sweeping around the back of the rest of the back three and putting the ball out for a throw in. But the referee give a penalty? Much to the astonishment, I think of everybody. Walker certainly hit the deck spectacularly. At the time, I mean, at first I thought the referee felt that Hayden had kicked Walker. The ball was in front of Walker. Hayden's come across him, and that looked like a very, very harsh decision. It looked to me like he toe-poked the ball away, not least because the ball went at right angles to where it was going before Hayden intervened. Did he hit Walker first? If he did, it would have been a very tight, marginal decision and impossible to judge by the naked eye. Um, And I suspect he didn't because of the way the ball reacted. Afterwards, having looked at it more and more, I wonder if he's actually given it for the body contact, not the toe poke, because Hayden does go shoulder to shoulder with Walker. But I'll be honest with you, if he's given it for that, then, well, (laughs) everything's a foul there's just, you know, nowhere near enough contact to not walk her over, and such contact as there was is robust defending, you know, as I was in commentary, I was just praising Hayden for the intervention when I heard the whistle, and I think most commentators when you watch on TV would do the same, they would be impressed by that piece of defending. But astonishingly, he gave the penalty. Tyler Smith stepped up and tucked it into the bottom left corner. And Bradford had the lead. And although Wrexham tried to react in the seventh minute, it could have been 2-0. Again, the lines went on the wrexham Lager stand side, not covering himself with glory. A ball dinked over the top. To the naked eye, he looks offside. Having been able to look at the footage, he was offside. And freeze framed it, he is beyond the last defender. But Smith, nevertheless, having done that, has enough pace to keep goalside of Tozer and go one on one. Tozer does well, really, to keep in, uh, you know, keep going with him and force him into a wideish position. He still drives a powerful shot across Howard, and the keeper did well to stick out his right foot and save. Wrexham then started to rouse themselves and got on top of the game. Just after the 10th minute, Luke Young having the first effort on goal by him, driving a long ranger which went over the bar. Well struck as always by Young, but not quite well struck enough. A couple of minutes later, another opportunity. Young with a free kick on the right-hand side after a foul on Bickerstaff, which really should have been a yellow card. Bickerstaff cutting inside, beating his man and being grabbed to the floor. And he's about to enter the penalty area. He had about half the penalty area to himself the referee already showing a weakness that free kick was swung in Toza got it well nodded it down cannon attacked it 15 yards out but slashed at it rather wildly and put it off target so this pattern was now forming where the referee was really not uh being strong with Bradford now I need to say a couple of things about this to put it into context Bradford's did deploy some of the dark arts no question i'm not terribly critical of them for doing that to be honest though i think if you get a referee who's going to allow it you don't look a gift you don't look a gift ref in the mouth so yeah they were allowed to carry on there was there was a lot of time wasting from early in the first half there was some overly physical play and some shirt pulling which the referee like i said he may or may not give the free kick but It was his reluctance to show cards. He he warned Smallwood over time-wasting the captain twice in the first 20 minutes and yet then didn't show cards for time-wasting, which I thought was rather pointless because it carried on. Um, In the 15th minute, Wrexham had another opportunity. Bickerstaff was being a real nuisance. He tackled Rydalsh and drove in a shot from the edge of the area, which whistled just past the left post. And uh, then Wrexham lost momentum. So the first 15 minutes were split into Bradford scoring and it'd been a bit of a shock. And then Wrexham responding really well, looking well on top. But then Bradford started to get the ball down. I thought they played some nice football, Bradford. They were looking to build from the back and Wrexham's pressing was quite effective, especially Bickerstaff. So they did on occasion cause issues and win the ball back. But Bradford now started to get a bit more control in the midfield. I thought Smallwood anchoring the midfield three was really impressive. And as a result... They didn't make any chances, but they calmed the game down and Wrexham stopped making chances too. There was a moment of controversy about halfway through the half, long ball down the flank, and as it sat in the air, Cannon jumped up, came behind him, went right through the back of him in the air. Now, I, I, I'm, again, I want to be fair. At the time, I thought, mm, that's a foul, but I don't know whether it's a terribly serious one. Having looked at the replay, though, he really goes in hard with his arm first into the back of Karen's head or his neck and hits him so hard. He sort of flips him in the up in the air. Karen lands hard. It is quite a dangerous challenge and certainly felt like there was an excessive force in it. The referee just gave the free kick, no other punishment. Wrexham start at the end of the half, though, to get the momentum going and in the 39th minute started a sequence of events which as it turns out apart from the goal they scored was was very much Wrexham's most dangerous period. Barnett cutting in from the right hand side getting into the box and hitting a shot which must have wobbled I wasn't totally sure if it was a shot or a cross but it was certainly whistling towards the far post and Lewis did well to adjust himself and make a a slightly awkward-looking but really important save to push it behind for the corner. But the danger wasn't going to end there. Young swinging in the corner beyond the far post, toes are getting it well, and placing a header, which the keeper just managed the thing to get fingertip to, and it landed on top of the bar and went behind, the referee giving another corner. Young, this one, and this was the big chance. Young sweeping it in. Dolby timed his run perfectly. And meets it unmarked six yards out. not maybe not unmarked, but goal side of any marker. He heads it with power um, and downwards. And well, okay, there's two ways of looking at this. Lewis makes a fantastic save with his feet, but really I think if Dolby had put it a foot either side of him, I don't think he'd had a chance to react. It was so close in. And ironically, talking about chances to react, the ball bounced back off Lewis's foot, straight back to Dolby who had the alertness to realise that was happening, and as he was landing from his leap, stick his foot on it, it was a total open goal, basically, except for the keeper lying on the floor, and it hit his shin and and flew over the bar. Massive, massive moment of real let-off. And straight away, from the goal kick, more pressure, as Young did really well to win the ball in midfield, drove forwards and pulled a shot, rather, Uh, It was going into the bottom right corner. It was very accurate, and Lewis had to scamper across to save it, but it didn't have as much power as you usually see when Young is delivering. There were more um, incidents involving the referee. James Jones breaking down the right-hand side, being body-checked by Stubbs uh, off the ball as he went for a return pass. Ref didn't give it, but the lineswoman on the other side was the only one of the three officials who actually had a good game. She gave it, and Wrexham had a free kick on the right-hand side. It came to nothing initially. The ball was cleared, but Jones kept it in with a cute little back heel. Young fed Bickerstaff on the edge of the area, and he again drove a shot, which just scraped the left-hand far post. While all this shenanigans was going on, though, Platt obviously realising that the referee... It was generous to him, uh, I'm not being totally fair, uh, could easily have been sent off. Now, this is one I don't blame the officials for. Although the ref was quite close to the incident, I assume his back was turned when it actually happened. He's not in the frame when, when the incident happens. But basically what it is, is Platt is marking Tozer. And now let, let's be fair and give the full picture here. Tozer shoves him in the back to try and knock him off balance. Platt gets back into position. Tozer pushes him in the back harder and Platt responds by turning round and either hitting him or slapping him off the ball. Tozer goes down, he's livid, he demands a penalty. I think, to be fair, the officials can't see it. I would have thought if they did see it, it would be a red card and a penalty. I, I would have thought. Um, but anyway, having said that, Tozer did foul him first twice beforehand. So I don't want to get too much of my high horse, but Platt really lost his rag. It was a daft thing to do. The close of the half after this late bombardment by Wrexham actually saw Bradford create an opportunity. Uh, admittedly, out of an error, a long ball down the left-hand side this time and Hayden chasing towards goal, looked to control it and failed to, trying to head it back instead to Howard and got not much contact on it and Smith nipped in 1-1 on with the keeper, but Howard was really quick off his line, jumped, made himself big and Smith didn't have much chance. He hit a shot, and it hit Howard's body. Good goalkeeping again. Bradford started the second half pretty well as well, and they made an early opportunity when Walker clipped a lovely little ball to Halliday, who broke forwards really effectively from right wing back in the second half. He drove in a shot at his near post, a powerful hit, and again, Howard was able to make a save. And then Wrexham started to get on top. Didn't make enough chances again. It wasn't. You know, those two good spells Wrexham had in the first half, at the first, start of the second half, weren't really able to, to properly pull things together. And as a result of that, Bradford really should have gone 2-0 up in the 57th minute. Mendy, who generally was impressive down the left, was tackled by Walker as he tried to run out for a goal kick. The ball was pulled back to Odisebe, who was impressive and athletic in midfield, unmarked on the edge of the box with a clear sight of goal and he leaned back and launched it into where the cop used to be. A real let-off for Wrexham. Phil Parkinson had to do something, and he did. On the 61st minute, decisively, he made alterations, a triple substitution. So James McLean, also back in the squad after injury, came on to make his own debut, replacing Mendy. Elliot Lee came on in midfield to replace Cannon, and a rest was given to Aaron Hayden and Owen O'Connell came on his place. Now, soon after this, there was an opportunity again for Bradford. This time, a nice passing in midfield. The ball picked up from Smallwood by Poynton, young midfielder, 19-year-old, who came on at half time and was incredibly impressive for Bradford in the middle of the pitch. He flipped another nice ball to the on-rushing Halliday and he hit a great strike, which beat Howard and just went past the far post. Wrexham were trying to rouse themselves. Palmer came on for Bickerstaff in the 76th minute. Started a 70th minute rather, immediately started to cause issues. Two minutes later, Wrexham had the equalizer. Young sweeping another good set piece in. Boyle with his shirt being pulled so much it was virtually well, you know, two-thirds of the way up his torso, still meeting with a powerful header just outside the six-yard box, which Lewis had no chance of intercepting. And Wrexham then. Given that momentum, went on a good spell of pressure. Elliot Lee with a really clever lifted ball over the defence, but Palmer, one-on-one with the keeper. But Palmer, from a tightish angle, knew he was going to have to try and hit it as it dropped, trying to flick it over the goalkeeper, got too much on it and put it over the bar. Wrexham now pushing hard and pressing, and Bradford defending well in their penalty area. With five minutes left, they had a big chance again to finish the game off. This time it was a mistake by Tozer, Given the ball away, and the ball was worked down the right-hand side uh, by Halliday to Matt Derbyshire, the old Wrexham cult hero, a glorious loan spell that he had at Wrexham in 2006. He was driving down the right channel, looked like he was going to be one-on-one with Howard, but as he hit it, O'Connell lunged across him, got a superb uh, interception to put it behind for a corner. Three minutes left, Dolby went off, Billy Waters came on, but there was only really one other moment of danger in the 90th minute when a ball into the box a set-piece by Wrexham looked to be causing no problems. Oyegoke inexplicably mishit it back into his own goal mouth and there was a real scramble there. Waters was underneath it. Pity that, if it was Palmer with a good foot height advantage, he might have got up and planted it into the net as it was with the keeper scrambling around, the ball bounced down, hit James Jones's arm, and I think the ref gave a foul. Certainly the keeper grabbed hold of it. So on it went to penalties, and Wrexham got off to a horrible start. Bradford won the toss, went first. Derbyshire sent Howard the wrong way, and then Luke Young stepped up, looked for the bottom left corner, and sent it too far left, put it just wide of the post, and Wrexham were in trouble. Smallwood then, Hit it down the middle, waiting for Foster to move. Lee scored to make it 2-1. But Wilson also sent Howard the wrong way to make it 3-1. Palmer scored nicely. And then Halliday also sent Howard the wrong way, 4-2. And we got to that point in the penalty shootout that you always get to if somebody's missed, where everything has got to go Wrexham's way with three penalties left to save the situation. Well, the first penalty was McLean. And it was memorable. (laughs) He steps up and just drills it into the top corner. Fantastic penalty. So 4-3 down. Oya has a chance then to oh sorry, has a chance then to take the penalty to send Bradford through. But it's a horrible penalty. He hits it down the middle with not a great deal of power. And Howard, although he's starting to go to his right, is able to block it with his legs. And it's 4-3. Wrexham have a lifeline, but like I said, we'd got to that point where everything had to go right to send it to a sudden death. And unfortunately for James Jones, he stepped up and he didn't hit the best of penalties. He's looking for the bottom right corner, didn't find it. And Lewis dived down to save it. And Wrexham were knocked out of the cup. So, individual performances. Well done, Howard, for a start. Again, he looks confident. And, you know, OK, Wrexham are looking at goalkeepers. but I'm not too worried about whether we get one. I think Howard looks to be in good form. So, I'm happy if he continues in goal, personally. In defence, well, Aaron Hayden... Had that hairy moment with the back pass, but you know, these things happen. The penalty certainly wasn't his fault, and, and it was great to see him. He looked good. And let's hope that he's got those minutes in his legs and they'll they'll help him enormously to get fully up and running quickly. In the centre of defence, toes are not quite as solid as normal. Made a couple of mistakes, which could have been costly, uh, not least when he gave the ball away for that opportunity uh, in the first half. Uh, but uh, it was a bit. Not not disastrous. Alongside him, Boyle, well, I mean fair play to Boyle in the second half and Wrexham were really throwing everything at Bradford. He was driving down the left flank constantly, really trying to make things happen. I still think he gets drawn out a bit, coming to, to meet defenders or to cover them and, and he can leave a space in behind him. And Bradford certainly seems to be targeting that for a chunk of the game. But He's a fighter. I, I, like, I like his attitude and the way he wants to get down the pitch, his will to win. He did some good work when he was driving forwards. The wing-backs well Barnett, was sporadically involved in the first half and showed some danger in the second half, though. He really started to influence the game. He made a lot of good crosses. He was driving forwards. Rydalsh was good enough not to allow Barnett to get past him but wasn't good enough to stop Barnett from getting crosses in any way, if you see what I mean. On the left-hand side, Mendy looked quite good going forwards and fairly solid defensively, um, but was given a break on the 61st minute. He made that mistake when he was trying to run a ball after a goal kick, which really should have been punished. In the centre of midfield, well, Andy Cannon played on the left side of midfield. He had some nice moments, some nice touches, wasn't quite able to really hurt Bradford as such his nice feet were were useful though in the first half because Bradford were pressing really hard and compressing space and Wrexham sometimes would run into their traps but Cannon has got the technique and the fast feet to to work his way out from there so he did some nice work. Young and Jones I think were maybe Wrexham's two best players for me. Young ironically as they missed the penalties. Young in the centre of the pitch typically a warrior like battling away and driving Wrexham forward, loosing off shots. He did really well, won a lot of tackles. Jones, um, likewise, but also, I've got to say, the quality of his covering on the right-hand side was magnificent. And it was interesting, it was good to see as well, the fans clapping his recovery runs, even when he didn't actually manage to play the ball. Because a number of times players would break down the flank trying to get in behind Barnett and Jones would just accelerate and would just get goal side and force them to pass it backwards. And I I thought it was really cool the way the fans were appreciating that off-the-ball work. It was good. Um, He won a lot of tackles as well. He worked the ball well. He was smart enough to understand that Wrexham were trying to move the ball around on the left and then switch quickly to find Barnett. And he was often the link man, and he was very, very quick. He didn't waste any time carrying the ball. He'd just get it straight out to Barnett to hopefully unleash him one-on-one against Rydalsh. Important continuity passing. Uh, He was good. He also had a couple of good runs tracking players breaking into the box from midfield, one in particular in the second half which allowed him to make an important interception. He was my man of the match, and the commentary team was man of the match. He did very, very well. Up front, Bickerstaff again, terrific, battled away, looked a goal threat as well. Um, I think he got a bit tired, but I'm not saying that's the only reason he was brought off first. I think I might have been with an eye on Tranmere on Saturday, to be honest with you. But again, he did really well battling against the centre-backs, forcing errors with his energy. He continues to develop well. Dolby didn't quite get into the game, I didn't think. He wasn't able to make the biggest impact uh, with his head. had a great chance to score, of course, which he wasn't able to take. And he would have been a little disappointed not to have grabbed the opportunity, having given 87 minutes. And as for the five subs who came on, Waters had no time to impress. Palmer came on with 20 minutes left, and he had a real presence. He was troubling the defenders. And then the three who came on and got half an hour, Well, Elliot Lee just had some moments of quality, as always. You know, you you felt with him on the pitch, Wrexham were able to create something. Didn't quite impose himself like he can do, but looked lively and added something to the midfield trio. James McLean on the left-hand side, oh yes, um, he, he enjoyed himself. As we know, he's a feisty one, and he was really enjoying trying to drive down the flank. He loved the battle. He got himself booked for a very... Very aggressive challenge. May have been actually for his reaction to the ref because he went nuts at the ref when the foul was given. It was a very aggressive challenge. He may have won the ball cleanly, having said that. So I'm not sure if the ref booked him for that or for the descent afterwards. But uh, ooh, he was he was certainly aggressive and he ripped some decent balls into the box. It didn't really come to anything. But yeah, McLean showing his, his quality and energy. and another player showing his quality. O'Connell came on and immediately looked very solid on the ball, very solid defensively, and moved the ball forward as well. But we lost, on penalties at least. The performances continue to be good, though. Uh, I think there's a... You feel there's a turning point we'll hit where we'll start to get the wins racked off. It's, it's not The performances are really not a concern at all. And fair play to Bradford, who I thought looked like a good footballing team. We moved the ball around well they took advantage of the ref a little bit that's not their fault that's just being a good professional as far as i'm concerned and uh yeah they go through to the next round and good luck to them with the final score of wrexham one bradford city one bradford winning four three on penalties i'm mark Griffith from wrexham afc